Welcome to the No Direction Podcast, where we say whatever we want and invite guests who do the same. We're here to prove that conversations can be raw, real, and sometimes downright hilarious, even when we don't see eye to eye. So buckle up, grab a drink, and let's dive into the unfiltered world of opinions and insights. It's going to be a bumpy, profanity-laden ride. Everything else? Fancy. Isn't it that's why I'm here. That's why I pay the big bucks that's to be right. here, because yeah. I have disposable income right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Don't we all? Jason Ector Knotts. <laughs> Jason, uh, how do you want me to describe you? What do you want? What do you want? Serial entrepreneur. No, not a serial entrepreneur. Father of everybody. Sure. Fa- father, father to girl, all. Girl, dad. Girl. You have boys every once in a while. Yeah, occasionally. Girl, dad, uh, slash um, community volunteer, right? Sure. For the right amount of money. <laughs> the right amount. That's right. I'll volunteer for the anything. Big bucks with the right amount of money. Sports. Right, yeah. Sports coaching. Yeah, sports coaching. That's, that's, um, so speaking of sports coaching. So you teach sports, or not teach, you, you coach sports, and you have coached sports, and it's, it's the most underappreciated job, I think, yeah. next to being a school teacher, of course. School sure. teachers are in police officers, and okay, there's a, lo- a long well, list sure. of underappreciated sure. jobs, but sports coach. Yes. That's a big job. It is. Yeah. What is what is the biggest pain point in being a sport coach? I know what your answer is going to be because it's the same answer my husband gives me, but what's the biggest pain point of being a sport coach? What do I like the best about it? No, the pain point. Pain? The, uh, yeah. The hardest part? Yeah, the part? hardest part. The most discouraging why you decide at the end of every season that you're done, you don't want to come back, but then you always inevitably come back. What What is the thing That's that sucks question. the most? Oh, gosh. Probably dealing with the outside distractions, whether that's parents or administrators. or okay. That would cause me maybe not to want to come back right. eventually. But Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah my, uh, my husband, whether he's coaching or he's um, – an official of some sort, be it an umpire or whatever. Well, he's really only ever been an umpire. But coaching or being an umpire, he always says the parents are the ones that ruin everything. Yeah. They I suck. I would agree. And I'm probably, unfortunately, that guy a few times. You, I feel like daughters. you are that guy. <laughs> so you're talking out of both yes. sides of your mouth. I hate parents as a coach. You but think, as a parent. You would think as a coach that knows that. That I would tone it down. I think coaches are sometimes the worst. So the parents that I've seen in the past, especially in Little League, are the ones that have coaches for parents a lot of times. Yeah, it's hard to turn it off and mm-hmm. just be a spectator. Right. Um, Sit back and relax. Yeah, you just, I mean, even though my youngest is 11 and plays soccer, I want her to win. Yeah, but is she, your 11-year-old, though, is pretty intense. She is. And is she the most... Um, I don't know. Is is she the one that you see being the most competitive? Oh yeah, out of all of yeah. your kids, how like many our, how many kids do you have? Well, we have four daughters. Okay. okay. Um, and then she is the youngest, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's a youngest thing, but also she's just from the get go. I mean, she's played soccer since she was four, right? And she 
just got it and went and mm-hmm. wanted to win from day one. So I didn't have to push at all. Yeah. Well, I've, I I know her. I've, yeah. I've had many conversations with her, and she is truly a wonderful human being. But you can tell just by her behavior, she's intense. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she wants – she's yeah. like, okay, where's the next challenge? Um, she said to me just the other day that – said, what do you – what do you want to do when you grow up? I know you're just 11 and that's a, <laughs> that's a tough that's question, a question to answer at 11 years yeah. old, but, but we ask I want to play for the Portland Thorns. That's what she wants to do. She wants to play soccer. Okay. So, Great. Yeah. Go for it, girl. I love it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. Do you see as, as a, as a sport coach, do you see, especially since you have daughters that women tend to have harder times in sports? As far as like bringing an audience in oh, or yeah, being absolutely. Uh, being taken seriously as an athlete, sure. those kinds of things. I'm sure, absolutely. Um, I can admittedly say that watching girls' sports, as I'm a sports guy, I don't care what it is. Mm-hmm. I have my favorites, and right. I played baseball in college, and so that one is always near and dear to my heart. But um, I love watching sports, but watching especially younger age girls Mm -hmm. where you might not score very many goals or in basketball my daughter that's a freshman this year played basketball at a young age and it's like 10 to 8 at the end of the game and you're like oh my goodness there's a huge (laughs) gap with with uh male and female sports so when my son was eight he was a highly competitive baseball player Mm -hmm. when my daughter was eight her whole age group could barely get the ball over over home plate yeah. when they were pitching. Yes. Yeah. Like it was it was a struggle. And it's 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 weird because they both grew up in the same household. They were both given the same opportunities, the same cheering team, all of that stuff. And it's just like it hits earlier for boys yeah. than it is for girls. And girls it hits later. But why do you why do you think it is that the sports as a whole don't bring in the audience that male sports do. Because I'm, I'm guilty of it. Yeah. I don't find a lot of uh, reason, not reason. I don't I don't tend to lean towards watching women's basketball or I, I really like watching softball. I think that's fun to watch. But women's sports as a whole, what what, what it like in your personal Gosh. opinion? These are great questions. Um, I don't know. I think – you tend a lot of these sports tend to be long, mm-hmm. so you're. I mean, a baseball game, as you know, being a wife of a baseball coach and your yeah. son played, those games can take a long time. Right. So, I don't know. But we'll if, sit there if, and watch men well, play. Well, sure, but the speed of the game, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I have all daughters, so by all means, I'm a girl guy, and right. I'm in. I, mm-hmm. I love watch. I don't care what they're doing, but boys are faster, bigger. Mm-hmm. I mean, not all of them mm-hmm. all the time, but stronger. The game goes faster. They can hit it further. They can shoot farther out. Like, yeah. I was so surprised in basketball that at whatever seventh grade, they're playing on a ten foot hoop. They can't shoot, but five feet away from the basket. <laughs> right. And it's not a bad thing. It's not a knock. It's just the way it is. Where Probably a seventh grade basketball boy can shoot a three pointer. Right. Yeah. Uh, the yeah, girl's di- not strengths. even going to hit the rim, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And it's just so I, I don't know. I would say maybe 
the speed and... What about when they get older and they could compete against each other? So, for instance, basketball, mm-hmm. right? Women's basketball, men's basketball. I truly believe that if you put a women's team and a men's team on the same court, you, you've, you'd have a great competition between the two. Sure. I'm not sure which one would win or lose, but I feel like there's a competitiveness there and a skill level that's there that they could battle it out and be really close. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but even in pro sports they struggle to find the audience. I think it's getting better now and it could just be a marketing piece and people were just always so ingrained into going to certain sporting events yep. because they were the ones that got all the attention. They had the halftime shows, they had the good DJs, you know, they had the the whole customer experience for the entire thing. Yeah. I I think maybe there's so many options. Mhm. You know, and obviously there's 24 hours in the day. Right. Um so I go to a men's whatever, and then, oh, crap, I need to watch my daughters, too. <laughs> so yeah. You just run out of, I don't know, maybe. I saw you run out of time. You run out, there's too many choices, and you got to pick and choose. That, not that it's bad, but. I saw a really good um, reel the other day, and it the these people had taken a clip of a women's soccer game. So it was highlights from a women's soccer game. And then they used... Um, digital editing to make the women men on the field. But it was the same. They were doing the same exact moves. It was just the digital editing kind of put it like a man's head on there. And it's funny. I watched it the entire first time and didn't catch on. I'm like, there's because the way that they present the reel to you is watch this closely because there's a surprise at the end. So I'm like watching it closely. Like, what is the surprise? What is the surprise? You get to the end and they take all of the digital editing off and every single player on the field is, or the pitch or whatever you call a soccer field. I think it's a soccer pitch. Yeah, the pitch. And so every single player out there was a female. But the highlight reel, it looked like it was all male. And then I went through and watched it again. And the only ones that they changed into a male were the ones who were kind of involved with the play but if you looked on the outside and looked at all the other players who weren't involved in that particular play they were all female and the game was awesome it was exciting there were uh, slide tackles and you know all kinds of um, dirty games that happen in a in a man's sport that it was the pace of play was fantastic soccer is one of those sports that I mean if you watch like Olympics and older group mm-hmm. um the guys tend to flop more and be weenies when someone right. touches them and the girls get after it i mean yeah. like get after it do you think it's because the girls feel like they have something to prove they're like i'm not gonna flop over just get over your shit let's Could go be maybe the guys are all prima donnas i don't know I just yeah. <laughs> well and that's one of the reasons why my husband has a hard time getting into soccer mm-hmm. is because of the flops oh yeah he's yeah. like my toughest thing, and my sister played at Concordia when it was still around, and they were, like, really good. Went to the, like, final eight mm-hmm. for NAIA in college all the time. Awesome program. Uh, but it's even hard. It was hard for me to watch then because you can tie zero to zero after an entire game, and right. you're done. Right. I don't want to play a game and end zero to zero. Yeah. I just exerted a lot of energy time i practice really hard i'm gonna 
the game's over and yeah. nobody scored or it's one to one or whatever it is. Like, <laughs> right. What? Right. No. That's bullshit. But, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's like, yeah, yeah. And, and you tie at the end and there's no, clearly there's no winner. I mean, you can look at the statistics and say, okay, this team clearly did a better job. Sure. But when there's, when there's no clear winner. No, I it, mean, the standings say tie. Yeah. And it's, it's anticlimactic. Yeah. So when you leave as a fan, you're like, okay, well, that was exhilarating for a second whenever they got close to the goal, but then they didn't. And I couldn't do it. I mean, I played sports my whole life, mm -hmm. mainly football and baseball growing up. Uh, I played soccer one year, and I just – they run all the time. Yeah. I'm not a fan. Yeah, no, I'm not, fun of, I'm not a fan <laughs> of the running either. To, they asked me to play track. What do you guys do? We just run. We run. Oh, bummer. I saw a shirt one time that it was a different sport. and Or no, it was track. And their shirt on the back said, our sport is your sport's punishment. Because most people run when they get in trouble. Right, or right. you run poles. At the end of or practice, right, yeah. you're conditioning, and it, nobody likes it. It's the bad part of practice. Right. Baseball, football, oh, we're running. Now, you run in football, but it's for 15 seconds, and you stop. And right. Then, but, yeah. I, that made sense to me. And you it's run like, in basketball, but it's yeah. really it's more of a trot, and yeah. it's down to one end yeah. or the other. Yeah. I, I did um, the terrain race with a friend of mine who plays basketball all the time, and it was just under two miles. And of that two miles, I would say a mile and a half of it was meant for you to run. Okay, the rest of it was like obstacle course right. stuff. Sure. And we were running. <laughs> He's like. I'm a basketball player. I can't do this. I can't do this running thing. I was like, don't you run when you play basketball? He goes, for a short amount of time, and then we stop, and then we dribble a little bit. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, that's, that's true. true. I recently, beginning of last month, was like, okay, I've been a sports guy in shape, worked out and did stuff to get stronger and better. Yeah. Uh, but it's been a few years. Since just a couple? I, yeah, just a, a handful <laughs> of years. Um, my dad's dad passed away when he was young. I never even met him. Mm -hmm. Heart attack. And so you start getting older and you're thinking about mm -hmm. these things and um, I need to watch what I eat, maybe right. mix in a jug, run, whatever here yeah. and there. Um, so I started running up at Barlow. And, and for those who are listening, I have no idea what that means is it's all hills. Like yeah. when your parents said, I walked uphill both ways in the snow, that's where this high school is. Yeah. It's literally uphill the entire way. And a way. lot of people were on the track so or the football field, so I would run on the baseball field. Mm -hmm. It was a little hilly and lumpy and whatever. Do you ever but... run through the um, through the the what's the trails I that they have? I haven't since I went to school there okay. a couple of times. But yeah, yeah that, that's intense too. Cross mm -hmm. country, crazy. Yeah. But I was like running really sucks <laughs> yes it does it sucks a... until you get used to it yeah and then it's just like okay the adrenaline and my kicks timing in and... was with everything that i have going on yeah kids and sports and work and everything um it was like nine o'clock at night is when i right. could go do it so it's dark and uneventful and right but I got through it. Good. And I'm still trying. I took, I, I think I haven't done it for a week and I need to get back into it. But yeah, running, man. Good for not, you. It's not easy. No, it's not. I mean, it's not fun. It's not easy. The hardest part about running or really starting anything is starting. Yeah. You know, you get to the, you get to the point of, okay, if I can just start and I can get into a routine, I could get going. Well, and you think as like a former athlete that 
I, it wasn't super fine D1 college, but I played college baseball. Right. Uh, oh, I can do this. Like, yeah, you were athletic. I, I can jog. Yeah, I've done yeah. this before. Yeah. And there was a lot of walking in the beginning. I can tell you that much. Yeah. And it was like <gasps> sucking air and where's the oxygen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was not fun. Uh, so I got to keep it up otherwise. When I started uh, getting back into working out, it was right after I had uh, my bariatric surgery. And so my first part of just getting exercise, I was in my flip-flops, just walking in my neighborhood, mm -hmm. just trying to get that surgery, you know, funk out of my system. And then I graduated to wearing tennis shoes and walking a little bit faster. And then I would jog about 20 feet and walk for a mile mm -hmm. and, you know, those kinds of things, maybe do two whole miles. Um, and then within... Gosh, within a year of having my surgery, I was out and um, I was invited to run in hood to coast. And so that's three different legs. You go from Mount Hood to the coast and it's 190 miles and it's a relay. So I have three legs and they're all, they average about six miles a piece-ish. Um, and so that was the biggest thing I had ever done. And it was really hard, but it was fun in a weird way it's it's like the whole everybody in your van is suffering just like you are with the sleep deprivation nobody can poop um <laughs> you're eating but you don't want to eat too much you know you're you're somewhat I dehydrated don't know how you guys do that because yeah. i've been asked i mean this, this is a long-running tradition every year that people come from all over to do yes uh i've been asked multiple times number one there's no way i'm in shape enough to do it right by the time it shows up uh maybe you will this next year I, you could, could also my team has room <laughs> it has an opening and how our van would be so fun i just so fun. don't i mean running now like you said i'm at the i'll run for a couple laps around the track mm -hmm. and then might need to walk for a lap or two yeah and then get pick, pick it back up and three-ish miles yeah I'm that's good, good. yeah um, okay so yeah, you have to, to start I'd have to somewhere. Way to six and hills and yeah. Whew. Well, and then somebody I'm I'm I, I quasi trained for Hood to Coast this year, and what I mean by quasi trained is I think I went out and ran twice. Okay. So no ju no judgments. Um, so I <laughs> I didn't train hardly at all, and the second time I went out to run, my friend that I went with said, "Hey, do you want to do a marathon?" And I was like into one mile of running. I was dying. It was hot. And I looked at her like, bitch, do you want to get stabbed? What are you talking about right now? <laughs> Those I, are I, like 25-ish <laughs> or something. They're right uh, 26, Six. I think. Yeah. yeah. No, thank you. Like, I've had zero desire to do that. Um, I think if I trained to do it, I'd feel better. Just yeah. I, I fell out of working out. My problem is I'm so competitive, as we discussed before, and I'm not going to be the guy that's walking in the hood to coast. Right. Or a marathon. Yeah. So I'd have to really train. Really because, train hard. Yeah. Well, you got a year. I know. You got that, a year. That should be enough time, <laughs> I would think. It's enough. It's I'm enough. starting take, to fall apart, Take too, your so. youngest out with you to go run, yeah. and she'll encourage you because you'll look at her and you'll say, okay, look. You're 11, right? 11, you're yeah. 11, and you're run, literally running circles mm -hmm. around me. We'll go run on the soccer field now and mm -hmm. do, like, drills. And you're running. Not, yes. Not yeah. like you would. You're, you're getting running. some cardio. You're getting some exercise. Yeah. And, yes, we'll, 
couple times we're like, let's run the width of the football field. Not the whole 100 yards crazy, but let's just go, I think it's 50-ish okay. yards. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she's just sprinting down to the end and I'm <gasps> sucking the air and like, Bent what over. the crap? How is this 11-year-old yeah. girl? Well, while I, you're, while I'm you're, a college athlete. You're like crying out. <laughs> I shouldn't be this out of shape. No. It, it happens when you start sitting. It gets bad. Uh-huh. I don't know what age I would say, but. Probably when you started getting into a career where you sat all the time. Yeah, probably. And then you got busy and but I did working out was on the side. Like old man softball. Mm-hmm. And I blew out my Achilles. And I was only like 33. I think yeah. It was like 10 years ago. So Yeah. But well, and it probably stop. got into your head, too. Well, and you just stop yeah. working out mm-hmm. and staying in shape. And then you go, oh, I can go out there and throw as hard as I want. Or No, you cannot. No. I told my wife recently that because I get asked all the time, do you want to play on an adult softball or baseball or whatever it is? Yeah. Hey, come do this. And I was like, I'm going to have to start saying no. Or my other option is I can get in shape. But, Drinking league. Uh, that's, your, yeah. that's, your, that's your option. But Drinking doing league. nothing and just saying no is... Yeah, a lot easier. That's, it is. <laughs> but, it is. Uh, yeah, I've, I've always wanted to start a, an adult league something with my husband. And every time I bring it up to me, he goes, I can't play sports with you. And I said, well, why not? And he goes, because you refuse to take it seriously. And it pisses me off. <laughs> I'm like, it's literally adult league softball. Yeah. Like it's called slow pitch and people jog to first base mm-hmm. because their asses are too fat to run to first well, base. Well, I think technically it's called slow pitch because they're just lobbing it. Well, that, it's still slow. Well, yeah, but you don't have to move slow. But I've still seen, hit I've it seen and people. Run fast, but I've seen the old guys that play that slow pitch, and they're yeah, not necessarily athletic. No, no, they don't have to be. No, you don't. <laughs> that's well, and that's the fun part about it. It's like living the glory days over again, but in such a way that you just go out and have fun. Yeah. And that's why I told him, I said, let's just go have fun. He, he's competitive like you. He doesn't it's, know how to just go have fun with a game. It's hard to turn it off. I mean, I will admit like playing Candyland. Oh my God. I was just going to say, even playing board games. I want submission. Yeah. And my wife's looking at me like, are you kidding me right yeah. now? Like they're tiny when yeah. they were a lot younger. Yeah. My, Mike goes, I'm not going to let them win. They have to beat me. And I do say that <laughs> like, in front of what? my daughter, and maybe that's she's gotten a little bit. She was had plenty on her own. But my wife is like, you're playing Candyland, dude. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I don't play for fun <laughs> or to, like, does, do people play to lose? No. I've got – I don't have enough time on this earth. I have to do everything 100%. Yeah. I mean – yeah, I think it's probably a little bit of that, but also just you get beat into you or you used to. Like, I mean, there was that clip. I love it. You've probably seen it with the dad, with the baseball players. And he's like, just so we are all clear, when we come to the field, we play to win. And if your dad tells you, oh, it's fine, just have fun, he says, your dad's a loser. <laughs> and it's my <laughs> Favorite. I mean, it goes around every now and then viral. <laughs> I and it's been it. around. I'll have to find it and show it to you. But, like, it cracks me up. Like, yeah, like, I don't play for fun. They're not necessarily wrong. I think that when you go and when you commit to a sport, you owe it to your team to give 100%. Sure. 100%. Absolutely. You, you just owe it to your team. And As a coach, we ask that of the players. Mm-hmm. Like, you're here. Mm-hmm. We don't have to get into – we don't make any money and our time is valuable and all that. But right. like, 
we're all here mm-hmm. together. Yeah. Why not? Well, you don't coach high school sports because you want the money. You do it well, because no. you like, you <laughs> love the baseball sport. baseball with a real baseball field where you have to spend all the time there mowing and yeah. all that too. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, we're asking for you to come out and play hard for a couple hours a day. And right. That doesn't seem too hard, but. That's why I always get frustrated at the parents who force their kids to do a, a team sport because if you're forcing your child to do a team sport and they're just out there because you made them go out there, then they're not supporting their team the right way, yeah, the not, way that they should be supporting their team. For the right like maybe they should be doing an individual team sport, like maybe track is better for them or singles tennis golf. or golf is another sure. great one. Or maybe it's just an activity or like the YMCA. The YMCA is great for kids who are trying out new and fun and different things. But there's some leagues where you have your child play the sport because you want them to get out there and get exercise and and have the camaraderie of the team. And that's lovely and that's fantastic. And I 100% think all kids should have that exposure. But if your child doesn't want to go out there, especially the younger that they are, the entire team suffers from that one kid. I've noticed with she plays my youngest plays club soccer and she's on two teams this year, uh, her age group and then a older team. And the club sports, they'll take anybody because they're paying they're paying thousands, thousands of dollars, of dollars mm-hmm. and they're in it to make money. I mean, right? Somehow these club sports say they're nonprofits, but I don't. How is that possible? I'm trying to figure out what the rule is because (laughs) if that's the case, then my bank account would be a little bit bigger too Mm -hmm. every year. But um, you'd also have to volunteer more. True. At the club sport. That's true. Yeah, the true nonprofits, like the little leagues and the Babe Ruth leagues and things like that. I mean, they rely heavily on parent volunteers. Also, PSA: if your child plays sports and it's a nonprofit and you're not volunteering for something. Go ask them how you can volunteer. Oh, sure. Because if you're complaining because things aren't getting done and you're not choosing to volunteer, that's on you, buddy. Mm-hmm. That is on you. Yeah. Yeah. Go but volunteer. Just, it turned into, you know, there's some girls on her team that look like. Now, I do say that an 11-year-old probably, not a lot of them, will take their athletic career seriously mm-hmm. at 11 years old. There's Your daughter some. does. She does. Yeah. She does. Um, but she's she's unique had, in that. I haven't had to push too much for that, but mm-hmm. same conversations. Like we say, you know, oh, I don't want to go to practice today. You signed up for this. Yeah. Well, there's or, a difference between not wanting to go to practice because you're being lazy or you just don't feel like it that day versus not wanting to play the sport at all. And your parents like, sure. no, you have to go do yeah, this Yeah, I feel like it maybe has turned into a little more, and I, it could have been this way back in the day, but it's like. Further babysitting. Yes, absolutely. Uh, not yes. babysitting, but daycare, whatever yep. term you want to use. Mm-hmm. I'm at work till five. Yeah. My kid gets out at three. Go play football, Johnny. And at least uh, he's taken care of until I'm done with work. And for $75 yeah. for a season. Yeah. Yeah. So, exactly. And there's some girls on the club team that you, you think, I told her, I was like, maybe I, I told my wife, maybe I'm a jerk. But if my daughter lollygagged, for three thousand dollars bill to play club sports. Yeah, I'm probably gonna tell her next year if you want to play this, we can play rec for 
Yeah, let's go do something else. Hundred bucks, or yeah. you want to? Yeah, let's try. I'll put my three thousand dollars into a vacation <laughs> yeah, somewhere. Let's try something else. And I don't know if that's mm-hmm. good, bad, and different, but yeah, yeah. I mean, well, and I'd love to take this conversation further. I um, I know a guy who is a sports agent okay. uh, in the area, and I want to have him on the podcast, and I want to talk to him and get his opinion as a sport agent on how kids sports today how they're producing. Um, athletes versus how they did 10 or 15 years ago because he's been a sport agent for years and have him come on and talk to him about the development at a younger age. And I'm not saying that you necessarily need to train an 11-year-old to join professional athletics. That's not what I'm talking about. But it's just, you know, just the the skills and just the basics that you're instilling, the sportsmanship, those kinds of things. How do they affect those kids – who now want to go play professionally or even just get into college, sure. right? A decent college and play that sport. There's a lot more options with clubs now. Mm-hmm. You know, you there's clubs everywhere. That, I mean, club soccer by itself, there's one in Clackamas, there's one in Gresham, there's 42 on the west side. Like, yeah. there's a lot more options. Back in the day, we could play for our school. Nike. Uh, yeah, or one option outside <laughs> right. of your school. So it was FC it was, or whatever. Yeah. What was it called? I don't, uh, I don't remember what that was. Everybody but, played, and yeah. they had the white and black Adidas coats yeah, with their logos like, on cl- it or something. What did they call it for soccer? It was like classic soccer. And I oh, don't know yeah, yeah, through. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's more competitive because there's one choice, mm-hmm. and you can't put 45 kids on a soccer team. Right. You can have 12 yeah, fifteen. Even though they is. all play three thousand, pay three thousand dollars. I mean, mm-hmm. if they paid me three thousand dollars, I'd put forty five kids on the same well, team. Sure. That's why they make an A, B, A team, a B team, or whatever, and everyone. Plays, uh, we'll just go through play. the alphabet. You <laughs> yeah. just keep bringing me That's your right. money. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think back in the day, there was a lot more, or not a lot of options. So it was really competitive. And right. The kids that actually wanted to be there mm-hmm. were there. Right. Because the other kids are going to get cut probably yeah. anyways, and so. Well, and I think sports, sports or activities, right? It doesn't necessarily have to be a sport, but something that you're involved where other people are relying on you is a good lesson for kids to learn. And so when they say things like, I don't feel like going to practice, I mean, sometimes honor that, right? Especially with girls. I don't feel like going to work every day either. Right. (laughs) Well, sometimes with girls, and and I think this is, um, I think because we have pushed through so much and we've been kind of required to just live our lives so when we're on our menstrual cycle for instance we don't necessarily feel like doing anything and we get really cranky because our hormones are out of whack and all that stuff and so dealing with girls in sports it's it's a little bit different when they say i don't want to go and you're a dad and you're like why and they're like i don't want to tell you why i just don't want to go today I've heard um, that before. Now I know. Yeah. You're just like, okay. You think I know right, by now because I've up. had girls yeah. for a while. but Yeah. I mean, it's like, so some women, when they have their periods, it's the, the pain is the equivalent of giving childbirth, right? Me, I'm lucky. I don't have any of that shit. But some of them, and so they're, you know, going to work, doing whatever. And so with kids, I think, unless they're chronic, I don't want to go, you know, every once in a while, letting them not go. Sure. But it's instilling that you owe this to your team, right? You owe it to yourself to be reliable and you owe it to your team to be reliable. And I think that being on team sports and being or being a part of a group, whether that's a theater group or, or whatever you're doing, um, I think it's very valuable to kids to learn that skill 
and work with people they don't necessarily agree with. I will always with. say that beyond the sports aspect of it, whether it's baseball, soccer, football, whatever, mm-hmm. learning the game and all that and honing your craft, so to speak. Right. Um, I met some great friends. I learned how to work hard. I learned how to be a team right. mate, a good teammate, mm-hmm. hopefully. If anyone is listening, I was a good. If anybody's listening, only. you can email me at Aaron at NoDirectionPodcast.com and worst. share no, what you think but about. There's a lot of life skills. Yeah, um, which is good. But yeah. then when it comes down to it, I want to win too. So I need right. to work as hard as possible. I think I heard when I was younger about it's two in the morning and. Who's shooting baskets? Michael Jordan's shooting baskets. Right. Nobody else is. Yeah. And he's right. the best basketball player, in my opinion. Right. That has ever played. Yeah. There's a reason for that. Yeah. Um, so. Train um, and integrity when nobody's looking. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if you're not winning, then you try harder. Mm-hmm. Like, I am going to beat these guys. We were just talking about the Gresham Barlow rivalry. Right. Like. I am not going to lose. Mm-hmm. Like whatever that means, I'm not going to lose. I I can't. Yeah. Because I don't want to. Number one, losing sucks. No, losing I would does say suck. That to it everyone. does. Yeah. I mean, if you're playing a sport, me. you should be playing to win. Agree and I can take sports seriously, but I also <laughs> want to have fun. Yeah. But yes. you know, I don't want to hear these wankers from Gresham for the next year straight. <laughs> Tell me that they beat us in football. Like, no. Right. Well, when, when we went to Barlow, so you and I went to the same high school Correct. together. And Gresham High School was our rival. And when we went to Barlow, it seemed like every other year they would beat us, we would beat them. They would beat us, they we They were beat really them. good in a lot of sports. Yeah. And I feel like the landscape has changed a little bit. It has a little Why? bit. Mm-hmm. It's probably got a lot of opinions on that i think i think a lot of it is social economics right Mm -hmm. and so a lot of the the kids when we were in high school those same group of kids at different high schools now have different responsibilities because of their socioeconomic Mm -hmm. situation in life so they might not have been able to afford sports when they were kids and so when they first started it might have been high school or maybe they were great athletes when they were kids but now that they're in high school they're responsibility to their family won't allow them yeah, to play sports, I would agree with you that, know, those absolutely. kinds of things. It's, I mean, you look at like Clackamas area. Yeah. Tends to be a little more wealthy. Yeah. And competitive. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe the parents can afford the club where. Right. The, the extra uh, trainers. Other, the those kids kinds out of here or wherever yeah. can't. Right. Um, and I mean, that there's, puts you behind the eight ball. Yeah. And there's plenty of kids who grow up in a family that doesn't have money and they are great athletes and they have like the the grit and the gumption to go out there and do what it takes to do it on their own without the fancy trainers and then there's shit athletes who have the fancy trainers who their parents just constantly pay for them and then they don't know what they've actually been given and they just take advantage of it i get wanting the best for your kids too and I'll pay whatever. I'll sure. do whatever. I'll go run with you at night or whatever. Maybe. No, your daughter uh, will come <laughs> run yeah, with okay, you. Let's just be real. She wants around. you to go with her. But yeah, I mean, there's yeah. kids that just get it mm-hmm. and have it to begin with. And that's a tough thing as a coach. You can't teach the will or the drive. No. Like, I either want to be here and work hard or I don't. Yeah, you either have it or you don't. Yeah. And you can be good not working super hard but 
I've never been a fan of being mediocre. Right. I went to a Division Three Lewis and Clark in Portland. Uh, not awesome. Our team wasn't fantastic at a lot of things, baseball included. Uh, but I wanted to play. I just mm-hmm. wanted to play more. And the football coach, after we did the work study where you could go out and be a ball boy while you drank Mad Dog and instead of Gatorade and <laughs> make some money. Okay, great. I had a coach come up and say, and they were, they were terrible at football, like 60 to nothing against Willamette, Linfield, and all those schools, and just get, you're, you're a tackling dummy. Yeah. And they were like, hey, I heard you played football in high school. Yeah. Do you want to play for us? Not really. No. Not, not I don't want to get my brain smashed Not only do week. you suck, <laughs> and I'm not a fan of that. My baseball team already sucks. I'd rather just be in one sucky team. But... When you get to that level, you're you need to put in extra work, yeah. or you're just gonna be mediocre. Right. Because they, I don't know the stats, and I'd have to look it up, but the percentage of kids that go from high school to college sports, whatever level that is, is minuscule, mm-hmm. very small percentage. And then of those kids that play in college that go on to pro or semi-pro or whatever, is even smaller percentage. Right. So at that level, like. You need to be into it or don't waste your time or yeah. my time or your yeah. teammates time like you said so. right yeah natural talent only brings you so far yeah and then you have to want to do it and you have to have the drive to do it i agree yeah. yeah what do you what do you think about so sports are constantly changing usually it's for the safety of the player mm-hmm. but what do you think of the concept that has been tossed around of getting rid of goalposts in football and not having the game necessarily rely on that extra kick by the kicker who really has no football talent. They're just out there because they're a kicker. (laughs) They have great talent as being a kicker, but so many games ride on that one single player when everybody else is busting their ass the entire game. What do you think about the concept of getting rid of that goalpost and getting rid of those extra kicks, those extra points? It's part of the game that we grew up with. Like, right. I get what you're saying, and mm-hmm. a lot of times, especially in the higher level, your regular players, I'm doing air quotes, your regular <laughs> players, um, you know, they practice the full two hours just getting hammered and running and sweating and right. throwing up. And, and being injured and all yeah. those. Yeah. Um, while the kicker kicks for 30 minutes And is a high school science and, and teacher and for his real job yeah, like or whatever. whatever. Um, so I get that aspect, but... I don't know. I grew up. I, I I don't know. I know you need to change, so don't don't mm-hmm. don't take this the wrong way. But no, like, no. I mean, you're welcome to I your opinion. I am old school, <laughs> where like I don't want things to change. Right. Like, all these fields are getting turfed. I love a a grass, grass muddy, baseball gross, field or whatever. Yeah. But you know, it is. I, I don't know. So removing that, I feel. I don't know. I don't know how you do it. So you just score a touchdown and you're done? Yeah, there's no extra point. Okay, right. Yeah. Uh, well, a, a touchdown about... or two, a two-point conversion. Sure, two point you conversion, could still do a two-point yeah. conversion. You would just get rid of the kick. Yeah. You would get rid of that extra point where, you know, I the mean, entire game it, relies on that one extra point. You'll have people say that gets rid of how many colleges are there in Division One. There's... Those kids don't get a scholarship to go to college anymore, or that guy's the kicker. Yeah, the kicker. They're also on the soccer team, so it doesn't matter. I mean, they're on the soccer. (laughs) Sometimes, but I don't know. So okay, they talked about getting rid of the kick off, so that so basically 
30 kids won't get scholarships. Well, there's like 200 colleges. Okay, so 200 kids won't get scholarships. I'm just playing devil's advocate. No, I get it. I get it. Bring it on. Bring it on. That's why I brought it up because I knew you wouldn't agree with it. There's going to be those people say that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I don't know. It's been around since it was maybe not for the first Maybe it, was. Maybe, it was. Maybe it was. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, a, I don't know I'm an old football. school guy that just. Yeah. So safe. you're all, all for the safety progress of the safety stuff. There's a lot of rules that they've put into place because of safety. It's gotten crazy. Too. It has changed a I lot. I was just telling someone the other day that I remember I, was, I played running back and linebacker. And I remember coming off once and my finger was completely sideways. And they were like, bite this towel. And then I'm like, what? <laughs> and it's back in and tape it up to the next one and you're good to go. Oh, so it was and just out of joint. Yeah. It wasn't broken. Was okay. Thinking, yeah. Okay. Was, or, Maybe it was broken. Yeah, you just tape it. How you many concussions up. did we yeah. have? Take a salt pill, day. you're fine. Yeah. Walk it off. I'm sure I had a concussion or two. That's why our generation all has ADD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> safety, obviously. I don't right. want anybody to get hurt or have mm-hmm. long term things. I mean, I don't know if sports are worth that, where your quality of life right. after you're 40 because you got right. beat in the head so much. Like, yeah. no, absolutely not. But, yeah, maybe the kicking is a little different subject. And they talked about the kickoff because you kick the ball off when you score to start sure. the game or second half or whatever. Mm-hmm. And those guys barrel down and just – I mean, we used to get taught to, like, they called it break the wedge. There would be a few guys in front of the guy that had the ball, and there would be guys just running down in their job – was to just full speed slam through yeah. that wall and break it up. Now that a lot of times when you get tackled, it's not at full speed. It's like at medium sure. speed or walking pace yeah. or you know yeah. off the starting block or whatever. You know as you're as you're going forward and yeah. and yeah, that full speed that's, that hurts a lot. Yeah, I that's, didn't. It takes a second to recover. When you grow up and you're playing when you're younger, I mean, like you said, you're not hitting very hard. Right. You're kind of more hugging and pulling them down it's not you don't get those intense mm-hmm. slams or helmet right to helmet especially the younger you are yeah yeah but as you got older they're intense yeah it's yeah it's, and then you get in the pile right and the pile is completely different i mean everything goes yeah nut grabs eye gouges biting like scratching pinching like it so i played water polo for a little while that's and when hard. we played water, yes, it's the hardest thing I've ever done. Yeah. And um, they, it, it's a totally weird world of vindictiveness and cattiness. And I literally want to drown you in the pool. And so before every single um, uh, meet we would, or game, I don't even know what it's called. We'd have to line up next to the pool and, you know, sit down and have our fingers and our toenails checked. So that we we were well manicured and short, so we wouldn't people. scratch the yeah. crap out of people. And every female, I don't know about the males, but every female wore two swimsuits in case the first one was ripped off of her. And then you were constantly being held under the water. See, girls are nasty too. Let's oh yeah. Go. Oh yeah. Yes, uh, they are. My girls are worse than men. Yeah. They. Yeah. For sure. I mean, even as an adult, the women. There's a lot of dickish women out there, and I don't see that as much with men. I think you guys resolve things. Just you have a conversation, or you're just not friends. Well, oh, I live with five women at my house, so you know it's the grudge thing or the. It is like, so bad. Yeah, it is bad. Yeah, and, and guys I, will just say, "Let's go 
we had boxing gloves in college. Yeah. And it was like, you're talking trash? Okay. Let's go. Put the gloves on. Box it out. And then when I beat your ass. You're done. Then we're good and we yeah. can go hang out. It's all the caddy back, yeah. behind your back mm-hmm. bullshit. And you would think that after high school it would kind of go away, but it never truly goes away. Do you think, I feel like they care you know about other people's opinion or whatever more like guys i think yeah i think there's a little bit about it like but we also squawk true so we squawk um and i really try hard but i'm not i have you know it's not completely out of my system but i try to choose the people that i talk shit about to certain like my husband i go to him and i bitch and complain and then i kind of get it out and move on with my life um, but there's some people that still will talk behind your back and it's, it's bad. Yeah. It's so bad. But you don't see that with men. Men don't really do that. I think they're. We might think it more yeah. too. And I think you're better secret keepers because you don't care about the gossip and the bullshit. You're just like, okay, yeah. cool secret. I mean, I'll be honest. I could care less what anybody thinks about me. Right. I, that's not maybe the. I'm trying to get there in well, my life. But I don't know if that's the best quality either. I, I don't know. There's probably opinions like it on anything. But sure. Um, I truly. Yeah. If you said like, hey, you did this or this or this. and Well, it's got to be really freeing. Yeah. Okay. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. You're like, sorry. I'm sorry I made you mad or yeah. whatever. But, yeah. Or hurt your feelings. But Well, and it's nice that people would actually come to you and say that. But I mean, you're. You can be real. Well, I've had to learn a little bit because I do have all girls who will hold on to things. I mean, I can hold yeah. on to things, too. It's yeah. not that only girls yeah. hold girls. And women are more emotional. Mm-hmm. And that's not our fault. It happens to us. Yeah. <laughs> we just we just naturally are. I probably still do it. To. And you could ask my wife, but because she would tell you the truth. Whatever. Yeah. But uh, if, oh, you did this. Well, I've, I've seen your Facebook feed, okay. so I know uh, that yeah. you still do it. I mean, it, I don't for care. For sure. <laughs> I don't mind ruffling feathers. It's no, not, it's, no, you don't. It's not a big, you know. No. Is. Well, you and think the way much, you think, and you want to attract the same people that think like you, and you don't well, have time for the bullshit of And I don't else. think of it as, like, I need everyone to see my opinion and I'm right. Like, I don't think that. Right. I just don't care. Okay. And you can say whatever you want. Mm-hmm. This guy's an asshole. Cool. Okay. Okay. It doesn't hurt my feelings. <laughs> right. And I've had to learn a little bit with all girls and being a dad that needs to be a little more mm-hmm. soft or loving or whatever. <laughs> I don't know what the right term is. For yeah, it, I think it, I think it's just more understanding sure. and listening because sure. you you actually do a decent job of listening for a guy. Because you and I, we sat out on a golf course for an entire day and you drove me around the golf course when we were at a golf tournament. We were taking pictures and just... Shooting the shit and talking about all kinds of stuff. My wife will tell you that, like, it's weird. I don't mind. I can talk to anybody. I don't care. Yeah. I like, I do sales and you get to go talk to all different kinds of people. Right. So you could be a chameleon somewhat. Sure. Um, I try not to be. Fake? (laughs) Yeah. I I don't want to be fake, but like, I'll talk to the 85 year old lady and she'll love me. And I'll talk to little kids and, and they'll love you. or guys or girls right. or whatever it is. I just like talking to people. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a different story, where they came from, different experiences. And yeah. I probably, when I was younger, didn't think of it that way. It's like, yeah. oh, you can learn something from everyone or whatever. But now it's more like, 
I mean, we say it's cliche and stupid, but like I learn something every day. It's true. It's true. I mean, it's true. especially if you if take you a second to listen, then yeah. you're either not listening or maybe you're a few sandwiches short of a picnic. I don't know right. because you can always learn something from anybody. My 11 yeah. year old teaches me stuff, and All the time. I've always been the guy that says, I'm the dad or we're the parents. You do what I you, say. You're not right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's not. Yeah. I hope I'm getting better. I know I still do it, and my wife would tell you that too, mm-hmm. but probably the girls. Well, but. I feel like your girls, if if I know you like I do, your girls probably take after you somewhat, mm-hmm. and your wife is still with you mm-hmm. because she doesn't take your shit. And so I'm She sh- definitely doesn't. <laughs> so I'm sure that your girls also don't buy into a lot of it. No. So when you bring up this gruff, like, like, like Mike does that all the time, my husband. He brings up this, uh, he's all like, you know, grumbling. And then his 16, our 16 year old daughter looks at him and goes, you're, you're full not, of shit. You're, not tough you're full dad. of shit. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, speaking about listening to people, I, um, I was at a celebration, a 60 year celebration for a retirement community today. And I know a small handful of people there, but there must've been 200 people. And there were maybe five people in in the entire event who didn't have white hair. So very old age group. Sure. Um, and the retirement village, you know, most of the people there that were present were residents. And we were waiting in line for food. And this guy just sparks up a conversation, just says, hello, shakes my hand. Um, and, and, and we're talking and he was telling me that he's a Vietnam veteran and he has PTSD. I mean, he's just like spilling everything. I'm not asking anything. He's just he's just giving it all up. And, you know, he's a, a, a Vietnam veteran, PTSD. He's getting over his PTSD by writing poems. He has like six binders of poems just because he just gets the stuff out of his head and writes it down. And he was saying that there was a time when they were in Vietnam and they were checking bags and there was a, a random bag that had a little slit in it and it started moving and they were like, what the hell is in this bag? And so uh, his um, uh, CO, his commanding officer was there, pulls out his gun, they unzipped the bag and there was this like hippie inside of the bag and they're in Vietnam. So somebody drug the hippie, put him in a duffel bag, hippie. the hippie that was, that was uh, protesting the Vietnam War, drugged him put him in a duffel bag and shipped him over to Vietnam and he was stuck. And so the CEO had him stand up or whomever had him stand up, raise up his right hand and repeated after me and goes, welcome to the army. Like, wow. Talk about being Shanghai. That, that would, that be... would, that would be yeah. suck. That yeah. would, that would, it's like you fall asleep in this, really great drugged stupor and you wake up in vietnam i don't think i'd want to wake up there yeah welcome to the rest time. of your life yeah, yeah. wow yeah That's I, cool. yeah so when if you open your ears oh. and you sit down and you have a conversation you ask open-ended questions and you know what? i'm gonna admit i have not been good at that like my lifetime mm-hmm. like it i don't know maybe being a professional sales person whatever industry that is you got to learn that and yeah. I can talk nonstop for a long time. Like, I was stoked to come in here. And I think I even told you, I can talk. I love talking. And my wife sometimes is like, dude, 
stop talking. Stop talking. And my youngest talks nonstop, and it's like, oh my god. She does. Yes. Yes. And she's very excited. Sometimes you're just like, dude. But and she look, and she looks like you. I mean, she's a good mix of both of you, but yeah, just her demeanor. Yeah. Yeah. She has always been. You can have like the most fun, no problem. Do mm-hmm. anything. I'll go anywhere. Do anything. It doesn't matter. I just she has a golden do, retriever. Yeah. Just yeah. I want to go do Let's something. Go. Sure. Let's do it. Uh, but at the same time, I've never wanted to headbutt a kid before. Like, I, yeah. I, sometimes. I, I feel like my daughter folks, is the same I don't way. really do it. Uh, <laughs> don't turn me in. I'm, don't turn me in. I, What's your email? Yeah. No. <laughs> Give me a phone number. Send me some text. Yeah. Um, you can find them on Facebook. But that's, that's probably a lot of kids. Like, you can have a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, Isabel is like my doppelganger almost so we have the same type of personality and we're super headstrong and so just like your daughter we can have really great conversations and she's just like like the golden retriever type which i am that type mike's like hey do you want to run home depot i'm like hell yeah i want to run home depot let's go go to home depot (laughs) um i don't even know what we're getting no screws whatever it's fine let's go batteries what are we doing um and she does the same thing she just wants to go let's Mm -hmm. go for a ride let's do the thing uh but then she gets into these moments like lady if you don't back up i'm gonna punch you in the throat i'm gonna punch you in the throat and then she looks at me and she's like try it Cause she that kind of you know, she, she's bigger than me now, so she's like two inches taller than me. And but do uh, you guys do you ladies have old woman strength like us guys? Like I know back in the day, like I could have whooped my dad's ass. I was a football player, yeah, lifting weights and like, or at least I thought I. Did you, uh, there's in my head I could. No, you but couldn't they, have. Uh, but I like that you think that way. Yeah, yeah. But they called it old man strength. Mm-hmm. Man. Like, you don't want to fight your dad. Because, and I know, I watch the girls. I have all right. daughters. Right. Uh, they'll try to dork around with my wife. Yeah. And she'll be like, are you sure you want to do this? Yeah. Oh, you, you're old. <laughs> okay. And I just sit there and go, yeah, go for it. Good Let's luck. See it. Good I luck. love to watch this. So. Yeah. Well, Is- Isabel and I will, will play around like that. Like, she'll push me and I'll push her back. And and um, I would say that she's she's definitely stronger than me. Sure. Like I could outlast her and I probably could land a punch faster than she could. But that's because I was in karate for 10 years, okay. right? Or in, way back in in my past. So that's kind of just like muscle memory and she never was. Um, and so she doesn't know how to fight other than how she thinks a fight should go, you know? So um, I think I, unless she outmuscled me, I could outlast yeah, her. I think you could. I would have more adrenaline and, you know, um, endurance, I think. Yeah, and you're not going to lose to her. No. No. No, I can't. No. I can't. Absolutely. I can't not. lose to a child. <laughs> kidding? Yeah. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That happens all the time. I mean, I can't get physical with girls to that point, but. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you can play no, fight or whatever. You're not going to. My eyeball itches. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. Got it. Unfurl the napkin away from the thing. Okay, there we go. Jeez. Jeez. Okay. Well, you've been here like talking to me for like an hour. It's, it's been fun. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's fun I, just talking. You, I was stoked. Yeah. I saw you post your thing and said, oh, that's cool. I'm going to listen to it. And then you said, do you want to come on? Oh, and you're like, yeah. oh, yeah, I do. I've always had this. Uh, I think I was telling you earlier. I am of the age seasoned um (laughs) where technology wasn't 
around when we were, or mm -hmm. to this level at least. Right. Uh, we had cassette players and... I know you and Disman that Dismans, skipped. Yeah. <gasps> I had the one that had the 12 second no skip. You could shake the shit out of the thing and it never and it skipped. Fine. It was Ooh. awesome. I know. Yeah. So things have progressed. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's good. But I'm also good with not, you know, needing technology. Mm -hmm. But this podcast thing has been popular and even more now. And I've always had this like, I just want to sit and be Dan Patrick. Like the sports just, talk just guy and just talk. talk sports. Like how sweet would it be to just get paid yeah. to do this every day? Absolutely. Whatever it is. Well, I, I started it as a, as a way, um, I've always wanted to have a podcast and I started it as a way of almost like therapy, right? It's okay. very therapeutic to just sit here and talk and have a conversation with people sure. because conversations are dead. Nobody converses with people anymore. No. It's always text or like a quick hello phone call. It's never a deep conversation. No. Um, and it's somewhat of a hobby, you know, so kind of making it a hobby. And yeah. if it becomes something greater, awesome. Cool. And if it doesn't, at the very least, I'm reducing stress. And I've now I have a hobby. Conversations are gone, aren't they? That's, mm -hmm. that's a bummer. Yeah, nobody talks anymore. We were just telling the girls that the phones, I said, why do I pay for a phone when every time I call you or text you, you don't answer? Mm -hmm. You like, have to Snapchat like, them, right? This is still called a phone, right? Like, well, yeah, I mean, the idea of a phone is that you yeah. can, yeah, so you either have to message them. I don't have Snapchat. Yeah, they I made, had to download Snapchat when my son was one. like 13 yeah. so that I could, could get a hold yeah. of him. And they make me one or did a while ago and... They're like, did you get the messages? I'm like, I don't know. I hate using Snapchat. I don't Snapchat. open it. <laughs> I hate using My it. My wife, the TikTok thing too. Like, yeah. I just cool. joined TikTok for this podcast. Wow. And it, it's so funny. I get more people watching and interacting with oh, yeah. my stuff than I do on Instagram by a mile. I mean, so on Instagram, I'll get like 11 people watch my shit. And then on TikTok, it's like 300 people. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, crazy. Same audience size. Yeah. It's nuts. It, yeah. It's a bigger um, reach. It's cool. It's hard. But we were telling them, I said, please answer the phone. Mm -hmm. My cell phone bill is out of this world. Yeah. And the phones are, what, a new iPhone's $1,500? Yes, it is. If you, Your daddy just wants to have a conversation yeah, like, can you with just you. just answer the phone? I pay a lot of money. Like, <laughs> I just, I have something to say. I'm not calling you, like, every hour, but, like. Right. And we were talking to them about back in the day when you had the phone that had the cord and you had to go around the corner so your parents wouldn't hear wouldn't you. Wouldn't hear as your, far as your Friday night plans <laughs> and how you were going to sneak out. They were like, well, how do you get a hold of somebody? And like, mm -hmm. well, you call them. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, then like, what if they don't answer? And like, well, they had message machines back in the day where right. you'd hit play when and you, you have to wait till and, they got home yeah, and but, then they or like, answered. Well, how would you make a plan? For going somewhere after school or mm -hmm. going to spend the night or they were like, well, once you got off school and your sports were done and you got home, then you could call them. And well, then that's like way late in the day. I'm like, well, yeah, that's yeah. the way. It we didn't have instant gratification like no. you do. do. Have you ever explained to your girls what it's like to be online and have somebody call your house and I then you get cut that, off? Or it was the, I mean, oh. if someone calls you now, you see that. Hey, you've got someone else on the phone before the person on the other line's getting that because mm, 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 it's busy. Yeah. 
And they're like, well, what'd you do? Well, you just have to keep trying. You just keep trying. <laughs> you just, yeah, you pick it up. Just and like, I've never been a fan of being like, back in my day. Yeah. But like, they, yeah. Hard knock life, man. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Man, it yeah. was tough. It's tough living Even in the, the first world. I heard someone say the other day that if you put a kid like this day and age in a room and you really want to screw with them, like you just want to mess them up big time, you you put in the TV with the knobs to turn the channels like we had <laughs> yeah. when we were really little. UHF yeah, and VHF. And the, yeah. the antenna on yeah. it. And then you put the rotary phone that you'd uh-huh. have to like six, six, and all the way back. And then you put the instructions in cursive. Oh, shit. So then you say, Let's Have fun. See. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I guarantee they'd all be sitting that, there like, oh my God. <laughs> that would be a really great escape room uh, scenario for these kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And don't just put it in cursive, put it in your great grandmother's cursive. Be, where we can't read it also, you know, where the, it's like really pointy oh, yeah. and tiny. My grandma used to write me notes in college. In and it's tiny. Not only would she send like $4.50. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You're sure, like, whatever. Awesome. Cool. Uh, but yeah, you try to read the letter and it's like, I have no idea what this lady mm-hmm. said. Love. And then you can read mm-hmm. their name. Uh, I have yeah. to send it to or take it home. And have my mom read it. Right, because you couldn't send her a picture on your phone. No, no. I think I got a cell phone when I was 22. So I got my first cell phone when I was 16. Okay. And it was a Nokia. It didn't take pictures. And I tell my daughter all the time, and she doesn't understand the concept, that I would bring it to a special cell phone store where they sold cell phone accessories. And I got the um, antenna that you could screw off and you put the one that like lights up and then the battery was see-through purple and it lit up and the whole front case was see-through purple it was amazing (laughs) and it lit up and when i was driving down the road talking on my phone it looked like a cop car because it would just you know the red and blue lights on my phone lighting up and battery lasted forever and you could text and you could call. Yep, that was it. But when you text, you had to press it three times. Yeah, you the... have to press three three times if you wanted to see, mm-hmm. you know, and then so yeah. on and so right. forth. Yeah. yeah. Same yeah. with. Um, we had it rough. Yeah. Same with uh, <laughs> pagers. So I had a pager. Oh, yeah, my wife, she was just telling them about yeah. it the other day, and they're like. And you would text each other codes. Uh-huh. So you would text each other the numbers, and, and then you would pull out your phone. You know you better oh yeah, give you get a call you right got a call, now. and it was always a friend or a boyfriend that did nine one one. Your mom and dad never did. No, because no. they never used your pager. Yeah, she was Melanie was my wife. Melanie was explaining the pager that she had, and mm-hmm. they were like, "I don't understand." I, uh, what? So how did you talk to them? And like. You found a payphone. Well, you either went to a payphone <laughs> and put money in, or yeah. And they're just like, what? Yeah. This is crazy. That was our first opportunity at communicating with somebody without our parents hearing. Mm-hmm. That and uh, chat rooms. I do remember those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. I actually met a boyfriend in a chat room once. You did? Yeah. And he was, it was a legit person, a legit human. He went to Gresham High School, of all places. And uh, we met for the first time. At Mount Hood Theater, and I had my friend go with me, and I asked him what he looked like, and he brought a friend with him, and uh, and we didn't tell him what I looked like because we were like scared that it was a pedophile or something, and well, so we, so we hid at the top of the theater, and we were watching for him, and we found out that they were legit our age. We called them on over, but totally random. It's weird. Yeah, it is. It is, and we just 
Like pen pal. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Tough. It is tough. We, we, yeah. We had it rough, Aaron. We did. Well, and then when you were at <laughs> Skate World, how did you get a hold of your parents when you needed a ride home? You went to the payphone. Yeah, that's true. You pressed zero. You gave them your parents' number. And before they collect call, and before they had, before they answered, I need a ride home. And then you'd hang up the phone, and then nobody so got charged. Pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> the same way prisoners I used think to call mine you. Were all, <laughs> we were prisoners. Collect calls. Uh, I feel like it was more like, I will be there to pick you up at five. Okay. So you can't, you know, now you're like, hey, my daughters, they all go spend the night or whatever. They're right. at this place. And yeah, just text me or call me when you're done. Or. Whatever. Oh, Dad, can I stay like another hour? We're having fun. Or, I feel like uh, we're more on call than our parents were. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But now, or back in the day, it was like, I will be there at 5. Mm-hmm. And when they're there to pick you up and you drove all the way. You better be ready. Get your ass in the car. Yeah. Or, yeah. You're in or you're not doing or, that thing yeah, again. This might be the last time yeah. you go there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do it all the time to me. Yeah. Dad. Dad, one more hour. Oh, oh uh, well, we just didn't, we didn't finish. We just got our food. You've been there for three hours. Yeah. It's fine, Dad. Don't worry about it. It's okay. Yeah, just wait for me forever. I feel like I had bedtimes, too, even when I was older, maybe. Uh, I feel like it was implied, but it was never, for me, it was implied, but it was never enforced. Okay. Yeah. But I was always like, Because I'm like the old grumpy dad that's like, Go to bed. It's 10 o'clock. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. So? My friends and I are chatting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, whatever. As long as you're up when I My wife's a lot better at this, and I thought, I was like, hey, where's the backup? Like, Like a lot better at being a parent than you thought? (laughs) Like, what what is she a lot better at than you thought? She's a lot better of, like, the understanding (laughs) and, like, oh, okay, no problem or whatever, and it's not that big a deal. And it's school night. Yeah. It's 10 o'clock. And they're like, I'm 14. I'm 14. I do what I want, Dad. (laughs) I do what I want. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Even so, they we just had this argument the other night, or we've had it, it's an ongoing. Do you need your cell phone right next to your bed? Mm. Oh, it's my alarm it's clock. It's my alarm too. clock, yeah. Okay, well, I can wake you up. What time do you need to get up? I get up before everybody. No, no, it's not. No, I need mm-hmm. the, okay. Um, so, when I, when you go to bed, like, you're not going to look at it, right? No. No, no, it's no. here charging. It's fine. Quinn, the 11 year old, we told all the girls they have to be 12. Yeah. Before they can get a cell phone. I know that's not popular, and a lot of kids. Your rules are your rules. Yeah, whatever it is. And, Mm -hmm. you know, oh, their parents are cooler. Go live with them. I don't know. But she, all of them turned 12 in middle school, and she's 11 and now going to sixth grade. And she's like, well, I need a cell phone. Case I'm on the bus and something happens, or yeah. and I was like, "Do you?" And my wife's starting to get on that Sorry. train. Well, the too, the youngest like, one always gets things before well, yeah, the old before sure. the oldest one. So you set the certain rules for the oldest, right? Yeah. And you follow those rules, and the next one comes by, and you're like, "Yeah, whatever, I'm busy." And then the last one comes around, and you're like, "Sure, yeah, whatever. Do you need a pacifier? What do you need? Why are you here? You're eight. You can have. Fun. Why are you talking sure. to me? <laughs> yeah. How old is your oldest?" She just turned 20 Okay. on Monday. Is she out of the house now? She goes to the University of Portland. Okay. So 
not super far away and we'll yeah. come home randomly here yeah. and there but it's cool that she moved out to do it yeah. you know to kind of be on her own i'll tell you that was probably my greatest experience mm-hmm. was going to college because mm-hmm. you got to learn how to do stuff on your own sure and... i don't know what that's like i mean but i got married when i was 20 and yeah, I think I, we moved I mean, we moved from portland oregon to southern california so it wasn't like a college experience but it was growing up real fast yeah yeah <laughs> yeah kids yeah did you have kids right away uh no well mike already had anthony oh that's right yeah okay. so uh anthony was four when we got married you were an insta family like me i yeah, yeah. it's yeah Good. it's like growth yeah just marry into it. Yeah. Then you don't have to worry about the You body know what's changes. funny is I always said growing up or dating, whatever, like, I am never going to marry somebody that has kids already. That's mm-hmm. Why would I do that? Yeah. Why do I need that extra stress, stress, chaos, uh-huh. whatever? You shouldn't say you're never going to do anything. No. Because then it. Because you just put it into the universe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was good for me because I was used to doing my own thing and being selfish, and it's good. Though. Well, somebody told me once that it's the last thing you say in an affirmation that your brain hears. So I'm never going to have kids with somebody. You're I'm so never s- going to marry somebody that already has kids, and look what happened. Yeah, so you already, you're going to marry someone who's already. She had a dog, two kids, yeah. and let's get to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a dummy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the dog that said it over. Actually, the dog was fine because when we first started dating, she lived in Bend mm-hmm. with the girls. and With two girls, two right? Two girls, yep. And they were like two and three, maybe? Mm-hmm. Maybe? I don't know. Um, but then she had an apartment and couldn't, when she moved here after we were dating, she couldn't have a dog. So I got to keep the dog. Before we got married. So it became your dog. Yeah, kind of. Nice. Yeah. So I got the dog out of it, at least. <laughs> and kids. And... No matter how it went, I got the dog. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, yeah. This dog is mine. And she's stuck in an apartment with no dogs, so even if we broke up, the dog's mine. Yeah. Yeah. That wow. probably would have been. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. That would have been a dick move. And then now we just have all kinds of kids. and. Yeah, and you foster kids, so we you do. have a kind of a rotating door coming in. Yeah, last night at the Kinley had a volleyball game at Barlow, freshman volleyball game, and I get there 10 minutes after it starts coming from work, and they were already there. And the first thing my wife says to me is, uh, we're going to have a boy for the night. And now those of you that don't know, DHS is its own fun animal. Um We've done it for six and a half years yeah. and had probably 14, 15 kids in our house during that time. Mm-hmm. Um, the longest two were siblings that we picked up from two days old from the hospital each, and we had them for three and a half and two and a half years. And the first one, DHS or whoever was there, said, it's just for the weekend. <laughs> it's a trap. That was one long ass weekend. Yeah. When well, you still have relationships with both we of them, we do have. Relationships they come over and stay the and, night yeah, yeah. frequently. They, they were supposed to come a couple weeks ago, and just things got a little crazy. But how old are they now? Five and four, I okay. think. So they went back to their dad a year and a half or two years ago. Yeah. And so. And yeah. do you take when you care for children? Do you take 
in certain kind I don't certain kinds of kids sounds really like I'm going for a race thing no, or no, something no. like that. What I mean is do you um kids that are like like drug babies or fetal alcohol syndrome or things like that or is so it So the only stipulation that we had um just going into it not knowing what you're doing to begin mm-hmm. with it was like we have four daughters and it's not these kids in foster care's fault, but some of them have seen and been through some crazy stuff. Right. Um, drugs, physical abuse, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, so we said, okay, the girls are still, I mean, six and a half years ago, my 20-year-old was just in high school, 14 years old. Uh, so we said, we're going to take zero to two was our only stipulation. Okay. Um, that way... I don't know. It, it, it sounds bad because I, I want no, to I I, I help everyone. But yes. like, yeah. I didn't want any weird, funny business with older kids. Right. Well, you have to protect your girls. Yeah. And, they're, mm-hmm. they're and maybe when they're everyone. older and they're moved out, maybe you can accept yeah. older. older children yeah. into your home. So that was the only thing we said. And then, or I think it was zero to one to start with. And then that's progressed to zero to two. Yeah. But those kids still most of the time are in a crib yeah. and a little easier and yeah and you don't have to so have do you have there. one in your home we now? have a two-year-old little girl that we got back in may when we still had the little boy that we had had for two mm-hmm. years and he went back to his mom like a month into it but we've had her since april i yeah. think so yeah well, we usually cool. always have some right. extra well, it's cool that they have you because yeah. you guys are very active in your community. So they get exposed to going to team sports and being in a family environment and just, just the simple act of sitting down as a family and eating. Yeah. Yeah. It is cool. Mm-hmm. And it's fun to, I didn't think, I'm not a super emotional guy. And I didn't think, you know, oh, we're just going to do foster care and they'll go back to their parents. Yeah. The training you get, uh, you know, I'm not going to bash on anyone, but it's, not really what should be a little bit more yeah, robust it's not yeah. really what do you get more training as a as a high school coach than you do uh, as a foster probably. parent <laughs> i mean you go for one weekend and get your 20 hours in and oh wow they do come check your house and okay. make sure you don't have like a torture chamber in the basement or something like that but yeah. um yeah it's not super intense and it's kind of like okay you're ready really i mean we have four kids we know we're doing yeah. but Jump in the deep end. It's well, more okay. all the stuff that my wife deals with because she's amazing. I don't know how. I, In general, you ladies being moms and just doing your mom thing, I don't know how you do it. Like, it's built in, I guess, and you learn stuff too, but, like, I couldn't do it. Yeah. But she is amazing with these kids at home. She stays home and deals with – I mean, there's doctor's visits and all right. the parents. And so she's, she's a full-time – stay-at-home caretaker mom she stays home that's a big job yeah i mean we that's a really hard way job. back in the day we worked she worked too and she would work at the hospital like nights and weekends here and there yeah and then i would stay home with kids and we kind of traded and not only did we not see each other a bunch right. but um it just 
it was it's too much for me, I guess, too. Yeah. It's just too much to deal with. It's a so, lot. So, okay, you know, we're not going to make your money, but we're not going to have to pay for daycare, which was basically what her money right. was going Absolutely. to, basically, extra. We didn't make any extra because... And there's I mean, more time had, to cook at home sure. and do those types of things. And we had grandparents that were around and would mm-hmm. take care of them, so that was always good, too. But I just we just made a decision, like, hey, you stay home, raise our own children. Yeah. That's why you have kids, most people. Um, and then we started doing this and it was like, yeah, there's no way right. that you could work too. Right. And she's, she's good at it, man. She kicks ass. Yeah. I, I don't know between that is a full-time job with those kids because yeah. of, like I said, doctor's visits. Uh, they still visit their parents a couple times a week. They got to do the one we have now has OT and PT on the same wow. day. Like today I think was her OT and PT day and just, it's a lot. Yeah. And then you're still keeping up your house and taking care of your own children right and like yeah it's a lot of work she's, well, she's that's amazing very cool. it, I, I would not be able to do it without her for sure yeah um well I, i'm sure she wouldn't be able to do it without you well, also i mean it takes it takes a team right and I then support i'm sure the best i can well and the girls probably put in a little bit of effort oh, yeah. here and there you know they've been amazing it's not an easy thing to mm-hmm. split your time as parents that sure. they would normally get yeah when you got it, I mean, especially babies mm-hmm. and majority of them, it's drug issues. So right. they take them out of the house because of drugs or whatever the situation is. Um, Which is usually why you would have an infant. Yeah. Yeah. They have drugs in their system when right. they're born. So the hospital gets DHS involved. And so, so that's mainly what it is. But I mean, you know, we needed a room for just them. Yes. So now... My two youngest have shared a room, and the older girls did too before, but they're like, I need my own room. And like, with this many kids, like... So what do you have, a four-bedroom house? We have a five-bedroom. Oh. Um, which still want the little girls share a room. Mm-hmm. And now that our oldest went to college... They're like, you're out, bro. Like, yeah. I need a bedroom to <laughs> yeah. myself. Yeah. And she's like, well, you're where, not coming back. Where the am couch, I going to sleep? The couch yeah, is so where that, you're sleeping. So that was that was one thing. Uh, and I'm I'm not kicking her out. She's in college. She's yeah. not like moved out fully. Right. Comes home, breaks in summertime. And but I was like, I kind of remember not having a bedroom. Yeah. Well, I, her sisters have kicked her out. Well, yeah. It's yeah. Yeah, it's Lord of the Flies so over the, there. So <laughs> the compromise this year was my 14-year-old is going to sleep in there and have some of her stuff. And you're going to be respectful because she still has some of her stuff that she didn't take. You can't move everything to college. Right. sure. Um, and you're not going to trash it because the 14-year-old is slightly messy and doesn't care. And, yeah. oh, I got stains on your comforter? Oh, we all have one of those. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, dude. Sorry about your loss. So we compromised this year, and yeah. she's sleeping in there. And so oh, cool. kind of moved out. So yeah. everybody has their own space. Yeah. Well, it's really cool what you guys do. I've watched from afar. I've been to sporting events and stuff with you guys, and your wife's always cuddling a child of some sort. And um, as as a mom, I know that having a child on you all the time is – hard oh yeah it's hard and so you know what's funny is you you know us guys want to spend some time with our wives too Mm -hmm. and she'd be like i am literally touched out bro yeah (laughs) i'm like i haven't even been home 
Yeah. Yeah, I know, but yeah, don't. you don't have any idea, oh. and, like, please don't even hug me. Yeah, you know, give me right. five minutes. I need a hot shower. <laughs> yeah. Stay away. And yeah. at first, it's like, dude, I'm your husband. Right. But I'm starting to see it now and mm-hmm. see those things where, yeah, she's always got a kid on her, or these kids have trauma, too. Yeah. So they need a lot of skin to skin contact. They can be challenging more depending. The nice thing with the younger is that when most a lot of them were picked up from the hospital, they're just a couple days old. So we can get our parenting ways instilled (laughs) early. Teach them the things. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't have bad habits, so Mm -hmm. to speak, or whatever. Right. Well, they'll always have bad habits. Yeah, they will. They're kids. Yeah. It, It happens. Yeah. I didn't do stupid stuff when I was little. You're such a liar. I know. <laughs> That's what Shut it, up. Yeah. Was I that dumb? Okay. Uh, yeah, we all were. We all did something. I mean, stupid. we've had, what have we had? It's it's a joke, but I think forks in the microwave a couple times and just, you're like. Yeah. So then I have to talk to my dad or something and be like. Did I do this? Was I that? Yeah. My son microwaved dry topper almond once. I heard that was not good. No, it's not good. It's not a good idea. It does not work out for your porcelain bowls. Yeah. Uh, uh, No, that's not good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I thought I was a lot smarter and better. Yeah, no, you are. I'm pretty sure. You were dumb. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. Well, you know that because you've watched your own children do stupid things. But you learn from your stupid things and then you grow and then. You know, you move on, and it's because of those lessons that you become the human that you are. True. Right? So the more of those lessons you go through. You know, that's the hardest part about parenting, and my wife and I have had conversations about it, is like, I mean, you hear it, like, let them fail, or mm-hmm. they need to they need to learn the hard right. way, or whatever term you want to use. Uh, but you don't want them to. No, you don't. No. I but they have them, to learn. I don't want but... them to get Fs, and it makes me mad. <laughs> yeah. It's a double-edged sword. But, I don't want them to fall and skin their knee no. or whatever. Yeah. 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 I don't want them to suck at sports Mm-mm. but or not make a team. Right. That's devastating. It is. It is. I mean, I was a super fine athlete, so I never <gasps> got cut. But, you know. Uh... <laughs> it's just because your dad knew people. He was paying them off. Yeah, that's, that's what it that's was. That's true. Yeah. 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 He's like, true. y'all come umpire a game of let my son on your team. And, yeah, please let my son on my team. <laughs> Well, it's funny because my daughter this year play, tried out for volleyball. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of girls that try out at Barlow. Okay. I mean, maybe at every school. but yeah. they had a lot, So they do a lot of cuts. And a couple of her friends, you mentioned it before when you said, like, some of these kids have played since they were the sport, since they were, I mean, my daughter's played soccer since she was four. Right. So you're a little bit ahead of the game for the kids that yeah. just come out in high school or mm-hmm. whatever. And my 14 year old just started playing volleyball a couple years ago and I had the conversation there might be girls that have been playing for eight plus years and you've been playing for two so you either need to work harder or whatever Mm -hmm. if you really want to make this team because it's it's competitive we're in high school yeah and contrary to popular belief you still want to win Yes, you do. Every time you play. You do. Uh, especially as you get to, I mean, I coached mm-hmm. varsity baseball for a few years and have taken a little hiatus, but. Um, There's perks to winning the older you get. You know, you you can move on. There's more playing time available yeah. to you. But she had a couple friends from her club team that I think have played a little longer. Yeah. And they made JV instead of 
well, they call it JV2 now. It's mm-hmm. a freshman team, but maybe a couple sophomores. But she was a little. Well, my seventh grade year, I made varsity volleyball, okay. and we won state. Ooh. And then my eighth grade year, they put me on JV. <laughs> Shit happens. Yeah. I, and I was never on a club team. My parents looked at me and laughed and said, uh, yeah, no, we're not paying yeah. for that. They could have afforded it. I think what they saw in me was like you see with people who play for pay for club sports for their kids, and then their kids just – fiddle fart around into this, i feel you? like i'm one of those fiddle farters um and so they recognize it now let me be clear that's not bad the experience is great yeah. if the parents want to pay all that money so yeah, be but it. if but. you're going to be a fiddle farter you got to be on the jv team yeah. or the freshman team right or a lower team because those people uh, you know those athletes who make those varsity teams they're in it to play hard and if you're not in it to play hard, get out. Yeah, please. Yeah, because you're dragging me down because I want to win. And then the more it gets more competitive in high school because now you have scouts coming out and looking at you for a possible opportunity to play in college, college or, or further. Yeah. 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 So she's competitive, the volleyball mm-hmm. player, but she has just hasn't played as much. So yeah. And being, so competi- being competitive, making the freshman team. Yeah. Versus a couple friends making JV was a little blow to the ego. Yeah, I'm so excited. Tough. But you just, you know what? Then go show the coach mm-hmm. how bad you want it. Yeah. Show them that you're willing to work like, hard. If you need to stay after and mm-hmm. say, hey, coach, if a kid came to me after two hours of practice and said, will you throw me some more pitches so yeah. I can hit or hit me some more ground yeah. balls or whatever? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. My husband stays all the time for those kids. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. No questions Mm -hmm. asked. So I said, I don't know if it's a girl thing, but I'm not going to do that. But Mm -hmm. Well, I don't want to put myself out there. Yeah, I guess. But go tell the coach. Yeah. Can you hit me some more volleyballs or whatever? So it's fun. Or choose a friend and do it with them. True. Hopefully a friend that's more competitive and not one that's. Fiddle, fiddle farting, farting around. <laughs> I was trying to remember what you said. You don't want a me out there. I'll dr- I'll drill you, but I'm, I'm not going to teach you anything. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate you coming out today. Yeah, thanks for it having was me. Awesome. That was awesome. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, good. Well, you'll have to come back again then. I would love yeah. it. Yeah, and well, maybe we'll talk about something a little bit more cliche or, you know. Politics. Oh, wait. Oh, no, yeah, wait. let's not. get in it. <laughs> you, may, I no. might. <laughs> you might regret that. One of us is going to cry. <laughs> No, I mean, we yeah. we barely said it earlier, but, yeah. like, you can have your opinion. I'm yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. It's all have, good. It's just conversation. I don't know why people get so Mm-mm. uptight. I might not agree I think with it's, you, but. I think it's because people stop listening. True. Because instead of being actively listening, they lis- They don't listen. They're, they're just forming their next response. That happens in marriage, too. <sighs> yes, it does. Active listening as or well. Or I'm trying to think of what my response is going to be mm-hmm. while I'm not listening. So I don't forget it. Yeah. So what I've started doing is in meetings, I'll have a notebook out. And if I think of something, because I don't interrupt you because I think what I have is more important. I interrupt you because if I don't, I'll forget. And I'm super excited that I want to tell you the I thing. I am going to use that in the next argument. At home <laughs> because I always... Use a notepad and just write a note well, real I, quick. What What is it? And then keep I'm listening. What I'm doing is like, I'm trying to... I don't want to lose my kick-ass point that's gonna right 
Yeah. Get it. Get it. Get it. Get yeah. her. I'm going to get her back. Yeah, you are. Or whatever. But yeah. then, then you forget. Then she talks for a while, and then I'm like, crap. I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah it happens just, to me all the time. I'm not very good at taking notes, though. It's just one word. Okay. I don't know if I'd have a notebook out talking to my husband, though, but in a meeting, in a oh, meeting or something like that, I have no Don't worry about that. Yeah. I always wonder. I'm like, yeah. how did you? It's we all talk, up here. Yeah, it's all in our brain holes. Like three weeks ago, yeah. or, you know, and then I was like, you, do you remember our conversation? Uh, <laughs> about remind me remind me <laughs> do, give me a playback well i think that's why in sports they do playbacks because you guys aren't fully paying it to actually you guys pay attention way more in sports maybe what you need to do when you have an argument is start playing baseball or something and then you can have an argument while you're playing baseball and you'll probably remember everything babe put this uniform on mm-hmm. Like, oh wait, that's never mind. That was, that was not what you were getting. At. No, <laughs> okay. no. no, you're gonna keep that. Okay, keep that to yourself. I'll keep and that. Chico, yeah. Thank right. you though. Yeah, thank you. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate you. You bet. Bye. Bye.